So here's the choice. Some people say the USA is finished. It's evil, a has-been, full of hate and injustice. The U.S. Constitution should be trashed and the Bill of Rights abolished. No free speech, no gun ownership, competition, and free markets are bad. We're all too stupid. For our own good, the government must own everything and know all your secrets. Other people say that America has created the freest, richest, happiest, most generous society that has ever existed in the world. That's why millions of people are desperate to come here and escape their brutal lives in Cuba, Venezuela, North Korea, and 100 other countries. In America, we have the right to succeed, the right to our own living, the right to have a family, the right to believe in God, the right to have our own ideas, the right to be safe and secure, and the right to be left alone. Where do you stand? Help us save the Constitution and restore the American dream. Go to SaveMyFreedom.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. <laughs> Welcome to Hour 3 of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with uh, Todd Cunin and our producer, Cal Hunter. Look, this is the third hour. gives me the opportunity to uh, win a case or no case. But I'm telling you right now, I'm going to end up with zero points. We don't have Denise Dirks here, which I'm uh, either equal to or behind. I know that I was going to be able to, to gain a few points. I literally have lost every single time. Todd has won all the points. And we're in the, our third hour, we're going to do a case or no case. We're going to talk about Judge Judy trying to eat her contract uh, on TV. We're also going to talk about the Washington NFL owner. I guess that's the Redskins, but they haven't called themselves anything yet. They revealed their helmet. It, just, it looks like the almost like the Alabama ones with just red and just the number on the side. Yeah, the Washington um, football team, I guess. And, yeah. And, yeah, and the New York Giants did that for a while. They just had the numbers. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's it's kind of old school looking in one yeah. way, but old school is not something that team wants image wise right now. No, <laughs> they that's really exactly need to shake right. things up. There's yeah. there's a little bit going on there with the yeah. owner, and we're gonna talk about a person that was uh, released for due to COVID nineteen uh, from uh, uh, apparently uh, he was a suspect uh, in uh, a case, and we're gonna talk about the cons- consent decree if we can get there, and the most important thing we talk about during. The third hour is we do a thing called Quick Takes, where we will kind of wrap things up. And we know as well as uh, most of you know, you listen to about seven minutes is what you're going to remember. And we're going to ha- try to help you remember one important thing that the that Todd and I had remembered. So remember, we're not giving legal advice. Seek legal counsel. We're talking about general topics of law. If you want to call us, it's 855-LAW-RADIO. We've had a few calls, and thank you for calling us. Uh, sometimes we can't give legal advice over the phone. Some people ask for legal advice. We can't uh, do that. You can bring up a scenario. You can. But what you probably want to do at 855-LAW-RADIO is call in for case or no case, because this is the one that everybody wants to hear is cows case or no case now it's time to play case or no case i know this has never happened to any of you give me the answer first before we like <laughs> give me the answer and then we'll do it like jeopardy the answer is case 
or oh. no case? Well, that's a question. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> After falling asleep in class and being awakened by a teacher smacking her palm down on his desk, a 16-year-old's parents claimed there was serious issue from the hearing loss their child suffered. Venosios Robacher's father, Sol Robacher, claims that his sleepy son's left ear was resting fully on the desk when his teacher, Melissa Nadeau, slammed her hand down on it so hard that it fractured his eardrum, burst it. Robacher says his son experienced an almost total loss of hearing. Some of his hearing has been restored, although the boy continues to undergo extensive treatments with an ENT. That's your ear, nose, and throat. For those of you listening in communities where initials make no sense. And so the Robacher sought legal counsel. And I ask you, Mr. Kunin, we're going to go first with you this time. Case or no case in the matter of the sleeping student who now, every time the teacher calls his name, looks at her and says, huh? What? <laughs> what? Right. It's how the lawsuit's done. Yes, yes. And, and then the hearing miraculously returns. Yes, they're discussing his hearing at a hearing. Yes, yes. <laughs> or they may. <laughs> well, okay, okay. so the, the, the difficult thing is that I am going first because this is a case that is clearly in Mr. Penny's wheelhouse given that it would be... A, that doesn't a, mean it's a case. He a can make it up. Injury. Yeah. So, but the analysis would you be mean, such. if it were. If it were a case. So I'm going to say it's a case. What the heck? Um, I'm going to say it's a case. I'm going to use a Fred Penny tactic. Not necessarily because I think it's a case, but I'm going to say that it is a case because I'm daring Fred to say no case to try to get points because I think it would be easier for him to say case... To limit, so I'm going to say case. I'm going to say that the kid recovers because, let's face it, um, whatever the teacher was doing uh, that led to the damage and led to the injury to the child. And um, I'm just going to say, yeah, case. Kid recover. Kid's family recovers. Hmm. All right, Mr. Penny. What say you if a teacher slaps her palm on the desk and it allegedly fractures an alleged eardrum of an alleged math student at an alleged school district in Connecticut? Does that make it a case? So if this is 1960s or 70s, the teacher gets a uh, 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 hero badge, and the teacher uh, can do that and wins. I'll tell you there was a, a, a paddle with holes in it that I saw quite a few times in my uh, you too? 1970s uh, school. So <laughs> I remember the answer is back too. then. That would have been that would have laughed you to to the. To the to the moon, but now if I'm going to assume this is a recent one, so it's a case. Uh, it's about negligence. Is is there a duty breach, and what were the damages? Um, don't forget the teacher or school has a higher duty of care. Uh, but it, it just sounds like it's got to be a case, and the kid wins. I think the kid wins. Um, but uh, back in the 70s and 60s. Uh, they would have not only slapped the hand on the, the desk, they would have turned them around and whooped them with a paddle with holes in it. And said, don't be sleeping in during math class. Yeah. Well, here's and then what... my dad would have told me, why did you get spanked? It's your fault. Uh, see, welcome to my world. My dad was a school teacher in the school where I was attending. I couldn't get away with anything. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's find here's out. Here's what, what their attorney said. Alan Barry of Alan Barry and Associates said, the facts we don't have are a complete analysis of the medical condition. There's no question in our mind about what happened and the damage to this child's hearing. So now they want to get into the teacher's personnel file. They want to see if there's any other problems the teacher had. I mean, they're going to inviscerate this teacher. 
you know. So it was a case. Well, let me tell you in a second. Dang it. Uh-oh. And so at the moment, you each get two points. Yes. Because it is a case that is only in the hearing stage, which, like in California, <laughs> they have to go, they have to apply, file uh, a hearing before the school board first right. two times. They have to reject it two times, and then they can file a case. Yes. So it's at that hearing stage. So congratulations. Two Woo. points for you, Fred, finally, and two points to Mr. Cunin. Hearing loss, huh? Yeah. yeah. My firm's not handling that one? Probably not. I don't remember. Well, you're not licensed in Connecticut, right? Oh, it's Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. But, but, but if you were, you'd be... Well, actually, I have partners in Connecticut, but yeah, that's true, too. All right, that was an interesting one. The most important part is I got two points. You've got you got six points. You hit every uh, single uh, wait, one. did I get points in yes. the first one? Yeah, everybody gets yes. two points on this one. Who guessed but it was But you did on the first yeah. one, too, didn't I, you? I don't, I don't think I got You're two, two points. You're two, 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 yeah. Okay, no, right. you had six points, so Todd, yeah. six, Fred, Two. We'll yeah. remember that. Yeah, okay? it's, a, it's a sad story for Yes, Fred. yes. So I win here, and then we walk out to our respective cars to drive away, and <laughs> Fred gets in his car and looks over at me and mouths the words, scoreboard. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Todd puts his keys in the in the ignition of his vehicle and it goes, yeah. <laughs> get a battery slum. Yeah, I, I will have to admit, I think I beat you on that one. I, I, Just I barely. I think you did. Barely. Uh, so, I don't know. <laughs> Talk about Judge Judy then, Todd. If you all I can talk about Judge Judy. You talk Judy. about Judge Judy. All right, Judy. so here's the deal. Judge Judy, by the way, she says she's retiring in 2021 or 2022. She's going to retire officially. She's in her 70s, I believe mid-70s, 75, 77. How much more money does uh, in, she need? Yeah, in 2021. Yeah. She's worth, what is she, I believe she's paid. 20 million a year? No, four, like no, it's like 40? 40 million. She makes like 40 million a year in doing Judge Judy. How does she feed her family? I know, and what I, well, I. Oh, the humanity. Oh, jeez. Todd, there's your nephew. There you go. Hey, Judy. Um, Single. <laughs> how do you like me now, baby? Todd was just talking about how his car starts only sometimes. Uh, tell you what, I, everything I got, else starts though. That's for sure. I got If things don't, if you don't end up eating that contract, they'll slather some cream cheese all over yours truly and see if we can get it down. <laughs> because she says she's gonna slather cream cheese on the contract. All right, Todd. Todd's got a date with Judge Judy. We'll be back and talk about her. A lawsuit. You, you know, oh we should reach gosh. out to her people and see if she'd come on the show. Or yeah. come with Todd. Sit That'd down by Todd. Well, well, Todd would you, pass you know, out. He'd you be know, like, you know, at, at some places they call the cream cheese smear. <laughs> I got your smear factor right here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Radio Law Talk will continue right after this. Please stay tuned. <laughs> Legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. 
See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more, at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Are you serious? Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So it's kind of complicated, this Judge Judy thing. It's all about what happened. There's allegations that an individual that worked for CBS, there's a, on the CBS Board of Directors, 
in order to approve any purchase or sell of anything, it has to be worth more than a hundred million dollars. Hey, Judy, baby, I'm worth more than a hundred yeah, million dollars. Yeah, that's exactly. Toss <laughs> trying to get. So what happens is this individual by the name of uh, I can't remember his name. One of the, this individual that wants to sell the back episode catalog of Judge Judy, which is worth a lot of money. It's like selling sure, yeah. selling her all the 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 shows that she's done. Judge well, Judy, he... I will buy your back catalog in a heartbeat. Okay, yeah. Todd, Todd, you just keep doing it. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. I, you I, can have, have I, have, I have no inner monologue. But anyway, here's the deal. $95 million he sells it for, apparently, uh, without the board direct, the board agreeing to it. And baby, you worth every penny. That's exactly right. <laughs> because he wanted to go into the $100 million deal. So uh, this company, by the name of... Um, let's see. I can't remember the name of the company. Was it Sony Viacom? It wasn't no, them. No, no, no. It's a small company that gets 5% of any profits made from Judge Judy, and they're arguing that this 5% that was never paid to them uh, of the $95 million, and apparently they sold it, and somehow... Rebel Entertainment Partners? Yeah, Rebel yeah, Entertainment Partners. That's right. And somehow it came back. I don't understand it. I can't remember exactly what happened, but it was some weird deal about he sold it, then they brought it back, and they never got their 5%. Yeah, and, and one thing is, so I think it was Les Moonves, the uh, former CBS guy. So he had worked it so that the only time a deal went before the board of directors for review was if it was a, for $100 million or more. Well, it just so happened that the Judge Judy deal was worth $95 million, so it didn't have to go for that review. And that's what this guy is saying, is that there was that stuff. But I'm, yeah, just, I'm just saying, a... Judge Judy, you know. And she says she'll do what? She says that this lawsuit is is has no, no merit. merit at all. And if it was found to have merit, she'd take cream cheese, she'd toast the contract, slather it up with cream cheese, and she'd eat it on live television. And, and she said there's no such contract. And she, Yeah, she says if you could produce... A contract that has my signature and your signature on the same page, then we'll do that. She says no such contract exists. And I'm sitting there saying, mm. you know, baby, you and I got like a 25-year age difference. You're 77 and I am not, but I don't care. <laughs> I got to can't get enough of you. Judge right Judy, there it is. You got your man. Oh, 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 I don't know. Is she married? She I don't is know. married right now. Oh. Her husband's going to look for me with a lead pipe in a dark alley when we're oh. done with the show. She's <laughs> married. She doesn't. I'm hoping he's not catching the show today. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure Judge Judy's sitting there with her feet up listening to our show. I'm sure she is. You know, she probably says, I got a show to do tomorrow. Let me listen to the Radio Law Talk and get a little bit of advice. See what they say. <laughs> So the Washington Redskins now called just Washington, um, Washington a football team, football right? team, yeah. because they're trying to figure out a name. Should we give them a name? Is there any names we should give them? Do, can we help them out? I know what they should call them. Seriously, the Washington Law Talk. Well, hmm. it, you know, I would say in today's in in today's climate of political correctness, I think Washington Law Talk. How about the Washington good, jury? Is a good a Washington jury? How about Although Washington I, COVID? I'm waiting, I'm waiting for them to say the Washington non-binaries. <laughs> that would just be fitting for today's how about the, day. How about the Washington neutrals? The, yeah, yeah, no, they're not going to go there because it's too easy for opposing teams to say, well, the Washington neutered are coming into town. <laughs> yeah, they they got to avoid anything that can be construed in a negative fashion by their opponents. No pejorative interpretation allowed. Yes. 
Yeah, because now apparently scientists are now removing all of the offensive names of the constellations. That just came out uh, yesterday. Oh, well, I think there's a, what is their list of offensive names? Like 10,463,000 oh, things? They've got a lot of work to do. Let's just yeah. What are they going to do about the planet Uranus? Uh, it's not a planet anymore, remember? Well, no, Pluto's not oh, a planet. Oh, it's Pluto. Oh, well, there's right. the problem. Uranus is still big. <laughs> Why, <So>. Thank you. <laughs> the Washington NFL team owner, Daniel Snyder, is suing in the India company that's an online company. Sorry, Cal, you walked right into that one. I'm, I'm out there fishing. Oh, I got one. <laughs> Sorry. For defamation, which defamation is slander and libel. Now, listen. Okay, let, let's talk briefly about defamation, libel, and slander. What's the difference between libel and slander? Uh, libel is if you write it. Slander is if you say it, right? Right. Now, there's there's two distinct issues you have to look at in any libel slander case. And that is, is the individual known to be a normal common citizen? Or are they a public figure? And uh, the situation here, as Daniel Snyder uh, is, is suing for defamation, this Indian-based online media company, for supposedly hinting that he is part of the Epstein tribe, uh, somehow is tied oh, in nice. with the Epstein. Yes. Redskin tribe. That was yeah. nice, Fred. That yeah. was a good but anyway, thing. to make a long story short, he's suing. Now, what he has to do is he has to show as a public figure, and he admits he's a public figure, He and again, jurisdiction's different, so I'm going to give you a general overview, that this online India-based media company acted with actual malice, and by knowingly or falsely or recklessly disregard or or was reckless in the disregard for the truth with intent to do him economic harm is one of yeah the, yep that's to do to do him harm and 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 so it's a higher standard for a public official person you have to uh, show actual malice where you don't in uh, if it's a private person so that's what's going on and he said he's going to donate any of the proceeds. Recovered in this lawsuit to charity, but they are alleging or hinting in this online piece that he was tied in with Epstein in some way. Um, but, you know, knowing Epstein, those of you who don't know who he is, he was the guy that, uh, quote, died in jail that was taking young uh, underage females all over the place in his jet and stuff. That guy was everywhere, as in. I think everybody in Washington, D.C. or New York has met him once or twice. Could be. Could be. But anyway, so that's where we're going on that. I, let's see. Wait. So anyway, he's seeking, I thought you were going to say something, $10 million in damages. Are they alleging million. any sexual impropriety on well, his that's part? Well, they're, 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 he, they're hinting that he was pro- part of this, and that's why he says it makes him look Oh. Like he is. All I'm going to say is this. About 10 years ago, maybe a little longer, he took a very controversial stand. Daniel Snyder, he says, we will never change the name of this team. Yeah. If you're going to do that, you put a target on your back for all sorts of lawsuits. Okay. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. 
So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Dish, 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 dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-814-5108. 800-814-5108. 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. We got so many things we're talking about here. We're just enjoying ourselves, Todd, Cal, and I. Remember, if you want to call in, 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-LAW-RADIO. We've been kind of joking around and having a good time, and and we do like to on uh, Radio Law Talk, but there is some really serious, sad issues that occur that we talk about of these these cases. But in Virginia, there's a, a rape suspect that is in jail, uh, waiting up, I believe it's his sentence, as his sentence. Uh, no, he, he, was, he was awaiting trial. trial. He had oh, a pre-trial trial trial trial. hearing. That's but right. It, probably That's a preliminary right. hearing, and as a result, the victim testified right. at the preliminary hearing, and so he was held in custody pending trial. That's exactly right. Okay, so this is, and then, uh, then but this was back in, uh, uh, in April is when he was released. So it wasn't like just recently, but he was released in April due to COVID, uh, because he claims, hey, COVID-19, I need to get out. And what did he do? He absolutely uh, found this uh, victim that testified against him and in late July killed her. Uh, at least, well, let me back up. Allegedly That's killed her. That's the allegation her. being the made allegation against him. The yeah. allegation against him. Allegedly killed him. So now killed her. Now uh, they're awaiting a trial on that issue, too, not just the rape, but... But here's the good but, news. Yeah. The judge in the case ordered him to not leave his house unless he was visiting with his lawyer. That's right. So so it goes to show you sometimes these intentions and these pieces of paper that people think are protection just aren't. No, the uh, guy's not going to listen yeah, to that. Yeah, this, this is a terrible he's, situation. Yeah, we, we, terrible. We, we've we've yeah. seen this happen. You know, who was the guy, the uh, Trump lawyer, Dave Cohen, Michael Cohen, yeah. and how he was, uh, they tried to take him back into custody, fail, claiming that he failed the terms of his release. Well, he's supposed to serve it at home, and one of the 
he was he was supposed to serve his time at home, right? Right, right. And one of the things that they found was that he was spotted at a restaurant. Was this? I didn't hear this. Yeah, this, he was. Oh. That's one of the bases on which they took him back into custody. Is he back in again? And I they, didn't and, know that. And they took him back in, and then the judge said, "No, no." He fought against the the judge, disagreed with the Justice Department, said, "No, he's got to go back into uh, home confinement because the judge interpreted this as just an attempt by the DOJ to keep him from releasing his book, and and." But the fact of the matter was he was spotted at a restaurant. That's not home confinement. Well, it was close to his house. Yes. Yeah, so, well, you know, I don't like that guy for one reason. It's not a Trump thing. Everyone's like, oh, you're for Trump. No, I don't like the guy because it's an attorney-client privilege thing. Yep. That yes. he is Trump's attorney, and he should have shut his mouth because it's only Trump that can release the attorney-client privilege stuff. Oh, he doesn't care. He got disbarred. But still, as uh, your ethical viola- that's an ethical violation. It's your attorney. Your, your attorney is not. You're not supposed to talk about that you stuff. Know, look, when when the sanction for violating the attorney-client privilege is a loss of your bar license, and really nothing much beyond that, th- then somebody who's already going to lose their bar license because they've been convicted of a felony. They've got nothing to lose. If you want to increase the teeth on that, and I agree with you, Fred, um, that that it's it's the fact that he did that that really bothers me. Right. If you want to increase the teeth on what happens if that provision is violated, if if you want to keep that sacrosanct, you need to increase the penalty for somebody that violates it. So here's the other interesting thing I want to talk about. This back to the Virginia rape case and the murder, uh, alleged murder of this uh, person who accused this man of, of raping her. Um, I wonder, did, did the judge or did, was she told, was the victim told, we're letting him out? Because the, he was released on $25,000 bond, and the prosecutors were vehement, vehemently uh, you know, uh, objecting to this. But they, he was still let out and uh, allegedly uh, did this heinous crime. You know, I I don't know what the law is in Virginia. I know in other jurisdictions, uh, California included, there is – do you remember back in, what was it, 2008, there was the big push to amend the the California Constitution about gay marriage, right? Mm -hmm. And that was Prop 8. Well, there was another proposition on in that one. It was Prop 9, and it amended the Constitution of the state of California to include what they called victims' rights, where victims of crimes have certain rights. Right, I remember that. And one of those rights is to be informed when somebody is released from custody. And, And that's a right in California. It's a right... In a lot of jurisdictions, I don't know about Virginia, although I would I would have to hope that if the victim was not notified by the jail, by the judge or anybody else, that the prosecutors at least would have said, hey, this guy's getting out. They did. She okay. was informed. She was informed Good. of this. My understanding is that she was informed within a few days of his release. Well, that's not... April, and it happens in July, April, May, June, yeah, July. Yeah, so three yeah, months. Yeah. But I guess it's like, oh, he's going to pay for this. Well, apparently he shot himself. And he tried to commit suicide, and he's uh, supposedly in in bad shape right now. But uh, that's that's what I understand is they he apparently shot himself as of Thursday. He was in grave condition. Yeah. Uh, so you know, who knows what's going to happen? But sad, sad, sad that. Release these uh, alleged these criminals and 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 you know of and this gal who who let me tell let me tell you a very brave woman obviously that stood up there yes. and testified against this guy for raping her and sure enough he gets let out and goes and allegedly okay so here's my question now him. now you guys are smarter than I am I I, I bow to your uh, intellectual superiority oh can you do that please no I do I mean that. I'm serious like just like I did Princess Diana yeah, okay yeah. okay. What 
was the judge thinking. Here's a rapist. Oh, well, let's just let him out. Well, he hadn't been. His, his trial hadn't started. It was How does his concern over COVID trump a rape victim? This is what I'm saying. Sometimes this illogical stuff that comes out of the courts makes people look at the whole situation and go, what the junk is going on Especially here? Especially when we were being told back in April and March that, well, only the lower level offenders are being, we're doing this so that we can continue to house those that are the higher level offenders. And you're putting in Lori Laughlin into jail. Yes. Not that I'm against that she didn't do something wrong. Why are you putting Lori Laughlin in jail? She's not going to go out and murder someone, you know, to my knowledge. the Well, at least the odds are slim and none compared to this guy who you're letting out who allegedly raped a girl who went up and testified against him. Uh, if I was the father of that girl, I would be 24-7 guarding her. And if you know? I was to the people of that state, I'd be going after that judge either by recall or he re- some No, means. he retired. He retired. Oh, well, isn't that convenient? convenient. Somebody had to go after his retirement money. Yeah, he well, retired. You, you know, I look at this and I say that there's a couple of things that are different to me about this case. And again, admittedly, I don't practice law and have never practiced in Virginia. I've practiced just over the border in Tennessee, I was in Bristol, Tennessee, which half of Bristol is Bristol, Virginia. The other half is Bristol, Tennessee. You're sure right. it's not Bristol? Bristol, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I know in some jurisdictions when I practice, it's not very common that you have victims actually testify at the preliminary hearing. Like, for example, in the state of California, the officer will testify to what the victim told me because there's a hearsay exception, right? And so typically when the prosecutor puts the victim on the stand, it's in the state of California, it has to do with testing the veracity of the victim's claim versus the defendant's claim. And so maybe there are those issues there, but any issues about the credibility of the victim have been, in my opinion, completely negated by the act of the defendant in taking her life once he's released. Because now, whether there was or was not a credibility issue on the part of the victim, it's, it look, when you, if you shot her for making the allegation, then it really makes you look like you did it, right? Because, uh, because you're just trying to shut her up. And it worked because you killed her, allegedly, with everything that's going on. But <laughs> I don't know who but, else. But, but you know, there, there, there's just any defense that there might have been based upon procedure, formalities, anything, get thrown out the door, out the window, because of the conduct of the defendant once he was released. And now they're going to say, well, he's handicapped because of the bullet wound that he afflicted upon himself, so he can't possibly go back to prison. He might catch the COVID when he's handicapped. And I think a real judge might look at that and say, oh, well, that's a risk you're going to have to take, son. Yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. He might not live, though. though. He's, he's in pretty bad shape. We'll have to see what happens. But sad news that just it, – it does, yeah. it does kind of just – Make you a little bit mad. I mean, oh, and again, yeah. we're politically neutral, but come on, there's there's common sense here, uh, uh, people, and that's that's you know you got this victim that's being so brave, and we and we just just taunt them that way. There's a thing called a, a, a the Paramount Consent Decree, and I don't know if we're gonna have as much enough time to go over it, but let me just go over what this is from the 1940s. So this is basically in the before 1940s, and this is when movies were starting out in the very beginning. Um, the issue was you have those individuals, those like Paramount and um, and uh, you know, some some of the other 
I'm trying to think of the like other big studio. studios, Warner the big Brothers, stu- Warner, like Warner Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And and what they did is they had to divest their interest or ownership in the movie theaters because it's kind of a conflict. They would own the movie theaters and they would own the 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 uh, movie studios. And so that was a big issue in the 1930s. And let me tell you how it applies today and what the courts are doing today with the Paramount uh, consent degree. It will affect all of us. We'll be back. So it's just like an antitrust thing, just categorically. Exactly right. All right, stay tuned. As Fred told you, there's more Radio Law Talk coming right up. Our final segment will be in your ears, on your radio, on your streaming device, right after this. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, 1-800-616-4LAW. For law. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you. 
This is Frederick Penny. Todd Kunin. And Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussions. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call. 916-259-4043. 916-259-4043. Concussion Medical Clinic. Boys are weird. Oh, that's stone. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Hold on for our last segment. This is last. This is like when you're uh, talking to the jury and you're doing your closing arguments. And then you can see them starting to nod off and you're going, dang it. Got to get to the end as quick as we can Shoot. before they come on. They're falling asleep already. We're talking about this Paramount consent decree. How things have changed is you've got Netflix, Amazon, uh, um, and and the theaters are struggling now to actually survive. And and who brings this is basically a Trump administration to throw this out. Uh, you know this this type of a. Uh, a law out because they're saying you know it's antiquated we don't they don't use it anymore because originally um the way it worked and todd was uh, discussing this with me is they basically the, the studios owned everything is that not they, right they did so the consent decree came out back when silent films were still a thing you know Cal used to go there all the time many a time yes and and essentially the studio let's see they the directors were all employees, the studio produced it, the actors, the writers, they were all studio employees, and then the studio, they owned the prints, they owned the distribution, and they owned all the movie theaters. So if a movie was made, the general public is sitting there saying, the movie studio is saying to the public, you will see what we want you to see, and that is it. Well, it's like certain brands of gasoline you buy today. It's a closed-loop system from yes. the ground to your car. Right? And, and so because the public was denied, essentially, the choice to decide what movies they wanted to see and they didn't want to see. They were being told that. The government came in under the Sherman Antitrust Act and broke it up, prohibiting studios from owning the theaters. The theaters could show whatever they wanted, regardless of where it came from. Well, now there are so many venues that those who want to see films can see them in Netflix, Hulu, television, so many different venues. You're not limited to just the theater, that the theaters are struggling to stay alive, right. afloat. And the government came in and said, okay, this consent decree has outlived its usefulness. Judge, can you put an end to it? And this judge has done so, and it's a it's a two-year sunset period, so it's going to be winding down over two years, but it will start immediately. What I'm shocked about is this. Ready for this? It's a shocker. The government actually took a law away. I had a friend one time said, this is what government should do. For every law you make, you got to take one away. Because <laughs> there's so many b- thousands and hundreds of thousands of laws, you can't keep up with all of them. Here's one that actually said, you know what? Let's take one away that just is no, no longer useful. 
So uh, I, I think I agree with it, and and uh, we're going to see what's going to happen over in the next two years if the theaters survive, Todd. Oh, exactly. Uh, which is a real question. Which is a yeah. real question, yeah. and whether or not uh, they go, well, let's not do the sunset period of two years. Let's have about uh, one month, because <laughs> I'm telling you, the AMC theaters and a lot of these other chains. They're Edward trying to Strange, do anything they can. They're struggling. Anything they they're can. Str- and so yeah. that, that, that rolls right into this segment of uh, movie theaters are saying New Jersey are suing, uh, saying if the religious, uh, if churches are allowed to open under the First Amendment, so are we. And how's that, Todd? Yeah, so the First Amendment protects freedom of speech, and it also protects freedom of religion. Both of those arise under the First Amendment to the Constitution. So let's go to the state of New Jersey, where the government in New Jersey had allowed the opening of certain religious centers for the Sunday worship services. But they continued to have a ban on people going to movie theaters to go see movies. And the Association of Movie Theater Owners, they took exception to that saying, well, whoa, 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 hold on a second here. How is going to a church service different than going to a movie theater? They're very similar. That's an important buzzword because there's the Equal Protection Clause, which says that entities that are similarly situated should be treated the same way. So they're saying we are similarly situated to the uh, churches, and if they're open, we ought to be allowed to open, and that's the lawsuit that's going forward here between uh, the the governor of New Jersey and the New Jersey government and this entity representing the movie theaters. Now, there are arguments on both sides. I think that the argument being raised by the government is, well, it, as an assembly, sure, you guys are similarly situated, but in terms of what goes on there and who goes, you are not. A couple of the arguments in favor of the government's allowing the churches to open versus the theaters is that churches by and large will have a larger groups of families that are in the same household that go to the same church. Whereas those who go to movie theaters are probably more disparate. Maybe you have one or two people. I don't know. Whether you agree with it or not, that's uh, the argument they're making. But on the other hand, if the churches wanted to make a quick buck, they could say, come in, hear a sermon, and see the latest and Johnny Depp film. There you go. <laughs> the, the, the other issue here is that the theaters also wanted to reopen their concession stands. And, and the concessions, the popcorn, the drinks, and all that, which is causes more interaction than you would have at a church service where maybe that type of interaction among people that are not in the same household would be the same. So it's back and forth. I think that the the biggest offense that the group suing on behalf of the theaters took to was the argument on behalf of the government that, and they put it in their brief, that somehow religious organizations are entitled to more relief than others. And, and this group comes back and says, well, how can you say that? Both, the rights to do both arise under the First Amendment. How can you say that one clause of the First Amendment is worthy of more protection than the other? Which is an interesting argument. You know, and so you've got these things. Now, I look at these two cases here that we've just talked about, the, uh, the consent decree 
release re relaxing those uh, restrictions and this case here with m movie theaters that are struggling to stay open before the relaxing of the consent decree i could see movie theaters turning to hollywood saying hey can you float us loans so we can stay open so that we can still ha you can still have a venue to distribute your product and you know what hollywood said well, actually, we do. They can go into their home now and get us off Netflix or whatever. It's called Netflix on the sharp 85-inch screen. <laughs> or <laughs> right. or Hollywood could also be saying this. Well, wait a second. Normally, we'd help you out to give a loan, but they just relax the rules on us actually owning your movie theater. So why would I give you a loan to keep you afloat where if I just bide my time and let things go on Netflix and Hulu, I can swoop in and buy the dang thing right. and actually run it on my own. Why now, would I pay you? Here's the argument. Now Netflix has their own studios making their own shows, and so is Amazon, and I think Hulu hasn't yet, but they might. I think you're going to have these online streaming companies start competing against the Paramounts and the, you know, the, I, but all here's other the thing. Companies. Here's the thing. I've seen a lot of those as I've been social distancing and quarantining in place. And you can really tell the difference in production quality between oh a Netflix-based film and one that, say, Spielberg does right. from Hollywood. They ain't the same. What's more, Walmart is apparently dipping its toe into the movie exhibition business by actually, I just got a request from, from their, one of their advertising agencies saying, hey, we might have a drive-in movie at one of our stores. Will you help us promote that if we do that? So they're going to clear out a parking lot, put a screen up on the side of the store, put up some big old speakers, and have the drive-in at the Walmart. You know, so drive-ins are probably going to come back. Well, I, I imagine you know, drive-ins yeah, would yeah. be the perfect way to go see a movie and still maintain social. Talk, you're watching a film literally in a bubble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. And I think the cars are a little more comfortable now than they I, were back then. I believe, but they that are. was no fun. The fun part was in the back of the pickup with the mattress or the big beanbag chairs, watching it, hanging out with your friends. And there was lots of social distancing because, no, we never talked to the other cars around us and friends didn't come. No, Fred, that never Fred, happened. Fred, or Fred. sneaking into the back of the Buick. That was always fun. Fred, Cal. Fred, I, I beg to differ. we did that in Burley, I, Idaho. I, I, I beg to differ. <laughs> that was not the most fun at a drive-in, but I believe the... Hmm. Rating of this show prevents us yes. from saying what the, the ultimate definition fun of, of driving. Fun. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking hmm. about. Yes, yes, I'm sure you don't. Well, I know this. I know you have some takes on this. Some quick takes, shall we say, Fred? I bet you have one. Sure, I've got one. Hey, Judge Judy, you say you're going to eat a contract uh, in your case against you if they find such a contract. I tell you, I wouldn't put cream cheese on it. Too many calories. Put some mustard on it. <laughs> there you go. Mr. Cunin, you have a quick take, I'm sure. I have a quick take. Four words. Judge Judy, call me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do lunch. <laughs> She's married. <laughs> Sorry. Ta, ta, hey, thanks ta, ta. for being with us. We'll be next week, 9 to noon. We'll have Denise Dirks back. Thanks, Cal. Thanks, Todd. Thank you. I'm Fred Penny, your host. And thanks for turning us on here on Radio Law Talk. We'll see you next time. Until then, have a great day and a great week. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over $10,000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. 800-274-9490. That's 800-274-9490. 800-274-9490. 